What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Plizalt's podcast, full of freezing cold takes and glitchy analysis. Let's get started with last night's news today. The World Cup just announced that there will be no alcohol sold to general admission ticket holders. This is an atrocity, an outrage. People should be able to get a refund for this. What else are you going to do at the World Cup? Watch a bunch of men kick a ball around? This, by far, is the most expensive World Cup of all time, and to have no alcohol sold is an utter disaster. Next up in the news, the Packers versus the Titans. Tennessee went up into Green Bay and stomped Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And that leads me to believe that Aaron Rodgers finally needs to get out of Green Bay. Look, the Packers failed Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers failed the Packers. No one is going to take a chance now on this 38-year-old, washed-looking QB that is being paid $50 million a year for the next two to three years. He basically has two options now. He's either going to go down with this ship and probably ruin his legacy, or he could just do what he should have done last year and retire and be a fringe top five QB of all time. Mike Vrabel, in my opinion, now is a top three coach in the NFL right now. This Titans team is not good whatsoever. They lack skill positions. They have 14 players on injured reserves, and they don't even have a top 10 quarterback, yet they are 5-2 and two in one-score games and 7-3 and three on the year with a chance for a number one seed just like they had last year in the playoffs. Now, will that amount to playoff success? Probably not because the playoffs are about star quarterbacks. But I digress. Let's move on to Michigan basketball. Here we go again, another Wolverines team set to disappoint us. They were blown out by Arizona State horrendously. This Arizona State team is not even projected to be much better than their 14-17 and 17 record from last year. Michigan shot 18% from three, 34% from the field, and 66% from the free throw line. That is putrid. Michigan's quote-unquote star, Hunter Dickinson, had just, he had an okay night. He had 14-5, and five, but the rest of the team was horrendous. Arizona State absolutely handled both sides of the ball and shot 60% from the field and 57% from three. Juwan Howard has got to get his team together because this is just not amounting to anything but more and more disappointment for Michigan basketball fans. Now let's segue into the greatest part of Plaisant's podcast. It's my locks of the day. I have some bangers for you guys. To start off, we're going to Bedlam, baby. It's Oklahoma State plus 7.5 versus those trash Oklahoma Sooners. Spencer Sanders is back. Oklahoma has been in shambles all year long. And Oklahoma State is still playing for a shot at a Big 12 title game. Oklahoma, on the other hand, is playing to get embarrassed with a Gator Bowl bid in like Plant City, Florida, for God's sakes. This, to me, is a lock. Get it in, punch it in, get the ticket, cash out. Next up, 
LSU minus 15 and a half. I can't even believe I'm having to say this. Does no one else see what I'm seeing? They're playing UAB at home. LSU's averaging 37 points per game at home. And this is not a UAB team of the last two or three years. They're 0-4 on the road. And do we really think they're going to come in and beat the LSU Tigers? Who, yes, only scored 13 points in a freezing cold game at Fayetteville, Arkansas last week, but are coming off three wins versus Alabama, Ole Miss, and Florida in the swamp. Come on. 15 and a half? That's ridiculous. Slam that home. Now we're going to move into a much lighter subject. We're going to talk about fantasy football. Okay? So we're going to, you know, kind of glide into this with a staying steady Najee Harris. Look, Najee Harris has had a disappointing season, yes. But the Steelers are finally finding their identity under their brand new rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett. And last week, I think they cracked the code. Najee Harris in the running game is a tougher way to win football games, but the Steelers now have to adapt to finally start winning. They're playing against Cincinnati, who is a mid-tier run defense team. I think this is Najee Harris's chance to go big or go home. He had 20 touches for 99 yards on the ground last week. I think he's going to have a breakout game. Now, moving on from that, let's talk about somebody we need to bail on. Get rid of Ezekiel Elliott immediately. This man is done. The Tony Pollard train is scheduled to depart this weekend. I know Zeke had two solid fantasy weeks before he left with his knee injury, but there are only so many games that you can have before they run on empty for running backs. Tony Pollard looks juiced, and he's ready to finally take the running back one position away from Zeke like he was supposed to do last season. I only hope that Jerry Jones' ego does not get in the way of Tony Pollard's success. Now, last but not least for our fantasy picks, we're going to talk about Taysom Hill. The Saints are just throwing stuff at the wall now, just seeing what sticks. The only thing that is the outlier in all of their wins and all of their losses is the amount that Taysom Hill touches the ball. In the three Saints wins this season, Hill is averaging nine touches, 97 yards, and a touchdown and a half total. And in their losses, he's averaging four touches, 24 yards, and zero touchdowns. Someone get this man the rock. Now, back to a more lighter subject. We're going to go the stock market of cards. So first, we're going to buy Anthony Simons. This man is having an extremely big jump in Portland, just like he did last year. He went from averaging eight points a game to 17 points a game. And now he's averaging 22 and he looks like the next big thing in Portland. Look, you want to get this rookie card before he makes an all-star team because that price is going to skyrocket. The absence of Donovan Mitchell and the decline of Clay Thompson, this is completely possible this year. I think it's time to buy on a low price Anthony Simons card. But now we're going to talk about where we should sell. Who you should sell is Jordan Poole. Last year was a magical season for the Warriors and Jordan Poole, but it left expectations extremely high for this year. Experts and TV personalities, including Stephen A. Smith, called him the third Splash Brother. If the 
punch her around the world sent him and the Warriors into an absolute tailspin. This is a career-defining stretch for him. I don't know if he's going to be able to overcome it. Right now, he's being overshadowed by the Warriors' big three. We'll see what happens, but for now, I'm saying sell that card. Last but not least, what you've all been waiting for, it's Plaisant's freezing cold takes. Takes so icy cold that they're boiling hot. My take this week, John Morant cannot be the main man on a championship team. Jaw's playing the best ball of his life, honestly. And he's one of my favorite players in the league. And he's also one of my favorite personalities in the NBA right now. We have not seen someone with John Morant's play style or skill set have a long enough injury-free career to maintain sustained success enough to grow into a playoff uh, championship caliber team. The injury bug is a tough one to dodge. I mean, John Morant couldn't even dodge it last year in the Grizzlies versus Warriors series, and that's really why the uh, Grizzlies ended up losing in six games. Hyper-athletic point guards for decades have pushed their bodies to their limits, and they've ran out of steam way too fast. Here's just a short list. You've got Derrick Rose, Penny Hardaway, Russell Westbrook, John Wall, all who have dealt with serious injuries that have hindered them in some shape, way, or form in terms of their athleticism, also continuing to hinder them from pushing their teams towards further playoff and championship contention. Just like all these players, without that juice post-injury, they're not leaders of championship team. Jaw really needs to win now with the Grizzlies before it's too late. And that's going to do it for Plaisant's podcast, a podcast full of freezing cold takes and glitchy analysis. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.